Welcome back to another week's edition of Your Move Atlanta right here on AM 640 Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and I really appreciate you sticking with us each and every week. I'm joined in the studio by my man, Alfie. Hello, hello, Alfie Mr. Romero, how are you, sir? Doing good, sir. Doing good. Glad to be with you yet again this week. Feels good to be back to work after a busy holiday season. I know, the new year, the new year, 2020, a new decade. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yep. it's just exciting yep. stuff. So, is 2020 stuff. the first year of the next decade or the last year of the last decade? No, it's decade? the first year of the new decade. It is. So, yes. would uh, 1910 be the first year of the second decade? Yes. Or the first uh, That's the first, yeah. The, the 10 is the first year of the new decade. So, what about 1900? Uh, that was from the 1800s, so that would be the the, uh, the last year. It's confusing. I yes. agree with you, by the way. 2020 is the first year of the next decade to me. Yes. But tens normally end something instead of beginning something. But That's I guess it would be the same thing as being zero. Correct, because that so would be technically the zero. first year. Yeah. So, yes. Yep. Yep. So, hey, uh, Alfie, do you, yes, uh, do you do New Year's resolutions? Uh, not really. I mean, they. I, I find them very pointless to me, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, people usually do use them as a motivational thing, but yep. I, I usually break them within a... A month or so, so I just said So what's it. an example of a New Year's resolution you've said in the past that you've broke out? You know, the, the typical, you know, you're going to work out a little bit more. Every day. Uh, yeah. I'm going to work out every day every for day. the next 20 years. Um, and it lasts, what, how no, many, maybe, like yeah, two and a half long, days? Not long. Maybe kind of maybe uh, changing your diet a little bit, maybe eating a little healthier. Yes. That, you know, it's not an everyday thing, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not a consistent thing by any means. So this year, my, my one of my resolutions, and by the way, I didn't set resolutions. I set sort of goals for the next year. We actually do vision boards in our office, too, by the way, where we put things that we want long-term. Like, I, I plan to go to the Olympics with my daughter to Tokyo uh, in July, so that's going to go on my vision board because I think that's really cool. But um, one of the things that I'm shooting for is not to lose weight, Alfie, and I need to lose about 30 or 40 pounds, but I'm shooting to get my blood pressure down. That's a way better goal than to lose weight. Yeah. Don't I mean, you think? Well, Maybe you can stick you, with it. You're going to be healthier. Yep. That, when you have lower pressure, it's going to help your health yep. anyway. So. Yep, absolutely. Hey, if you just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta right here on AM 640. I'm Cleve Gaddis. I'm joined in the studio by Alfie Romero, and we were just talking New Year's resolutions. Alfie. Yes, sir. Faye, a listener in Rhett, Georgia, was the winner of $150 in holiday money that she got right after the Christmas holiday. We tried to get it to her before the Christmas holiday, Alfie, and we just ran out of time to get it to her. But Faye in Rhett, Georgia, congratulations. You're the first $150 winner on the show we had right before the Christmas holiday. So congratulations to Faye of Rhett, Georgia. She says she is a loyal listener, and we hope she will continue to listen uh, over the long run. Alfie, in our Everyone Can Be a Millionaire segment, yes, uh, I got a book uh, not too long ago. My daughter, my third daughter, Stacy, got a book. It's called How Many Works, and it's written by Tom Matthews and Steve Seibold. And in the book, they give two different definitions of people in the spectrum of becoming millionaires. Now, Alfie, we've talked about this before, and you don't really believe that everybody can become a millionaire. But, I do believe everyone could be a millionaire if you really want it and you and you desire it. And, you I love, and I hard. wasn't trying to connect you. Correct no, you. I, I wasn't trying that. to connect, correct I you at that. all. Um, so, um, but I think if you have a desire and a work ethic to, to want to be a millionaire, I think you you, you know, could do a millionaire. There's certain people who, who have the capacity to do it, and, and there might be certain people who might not have the capacity to do it as well. Got it's just, it. It's just depending. Got how hard, it. Well, how hard in you this work. book, in this book, they have two categories. The first category is the sucker. All right. And the second category, Alfie, is the wealthy. 
Okay. And so it says the suckers think about money this way. They think, I've worked hard for my money, so I want to just put it away and keep it as safe as possible. So I'm going to put it in the mattress. I'm going to put it in a savings account at the bank. I'm going to do something so there is very little chance of me losing it. Alfie, the wealthy, the book says, think, so now how is my money going to work for me? So the wealthy thinks I've worked hard for my money. So now how it's going now it's going to work for me as hard as possible. That's two distinctly different ways of thinking about money. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? Oh yeah, I think I think that's probably about right. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess yeah, it's all about the attitude and the person, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, individually, I guess yeah. you just have to look yeah. at it case by case. So the sucker, and maybe that's not the the, well, the right yeah. label for mm-hmm. someone. Uh, I bet Gullible? I guess why don't we say it's someone who's not figuring out how to take advantage of the fact that they can put money to work for them, but right. it says the sucker Thinks they've worked hard for their money, so I want to just put it away and be as safe as possible. And the wealthy thinks I've worked hard for my money, so now I'm going to wait, make it work for me as hard as possible. Uh, Alfie, um, do you have any money in a savings account? Of course. You do? Yes. At a bank, but probably mm-hmm. a big national bank? The big Bank of America, yeah, Wells Fargo, some, something you know, like big that. Big name, big name. And yes. do you know what your uh, average interest rate is on your savings account? Um, I know we get statements, yep. and I probably should look at those. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, so my daughter, my oldest daughter, said she was getting money on her bank account, which happened to be at Wells Fargo. Okay, and she said, "Dad, I think it's like two or three percent." I said, "Why don't we check out your last statement?" And guess what it was? What point one percent? Whoa. Not two or three percent, point one percent. Wow! And so she is not a sucker, but my guess is she could probably put that money to work and earn a little bit more money based on her savings. Now she's not like probably she she doesn't have millions of dollars in her savings account, but she could probably put that money to work and make a little bit more money, don't you think? She could go to like maybe a credit union or something like something that. like that. But even a credit union. Hmm. I think it's a, it might be a better option in the sense that... I think she probably would make a little yeah. bit more money, but Maybe. would it be as much as it should be? Who knows? Maybe. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta right here on AM640 Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. I'm Cleve Gaddis. In addition to being the host of this show, I'm also a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords make the best decisions whenever possible all throughout Metro Atlanta. If you want to reach us, very easy to do. Just go to yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com. You can connect with me, Alpha. You can ask questions, register for contests, uh, anything you want to. Want to talk real quickly about loan-to-value ratios and credit scores. Alfie, do you know what a loan-to-value ratio is? No. If you bought a home that cost $100,000 and you borrowed $80,000, that loan-to-value ratio would be 80%, because $80,000 loan is 80% of a $100,000 purchase. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, Okay. so it says debt-to-income ratios. Now, do you know what a debt-to-income ratio is? No. So if you had total outstanding debt of $2,500 a month, car payment, house payment, total outstanding debt of $2,500 a month, and your income was $5,000 a month, 2,500 is 50% of 5,000, so your debt-to-income ratio would be 50%. 
Gotcha. Make sense to you? Yes. Am I okay. losing you? Are you no, with me? I'm here. Okay, good. So debt-to-income ratios, according to uh, CoreLogic, are on the decline, and loan-to-value ratios are on the rise. Average credit scores, they go on to say, for conventional conforming loans have ticked up as the third quarter of 2019. The average debt-to-income for a conventional conforming loan was 36% in the third quarter of 2019, down one point from a year earlier. So your average borrower has 36% of their income going out in monthly debt payments. That's interesting to know if you're out there and considering purchasing a home. Loan-to-value ratios, which we talked about, that 80,000 to 100,000 is 80%, have averaged 83% in the quarter, up one point from a year ago. And then debt-to-income ratios, uh, the Fannie Mae changed their DTI, debt-to-income limit, from 45 to 50% in July of 2017. From 2012 up to the announcement of this change, the share of conventional conforming loans with DTIs above 45%. So, Alfie, the share of the loans with people having debt-to-income ratios of over 45% ranged from 5 to 7%. It rose to a high of 21% in the fourth quarter of 2018. Now, the GSEs, that's Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, those are the big government entities that buy loans from Bank of America as well as Fargo and other people. Uh, have loosened their loan-to-value standards, leading to a rise in loan-to-value ratios. Fewer than 2% of conventional conforming loans had loan-to-value ratios higher than 95% in 2014, Alfie, but by the second quarter of 2019, the share was 12%, which means 12% of borrowers out there put down less, listen to this, Alfie, than 5% down payment, which means if you don't have much down payment, there is some hope out there for you. Hey, if you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next 90 days to 180 days, you want to take advantage of the Gaddis Partners Customized Maximum Value Program combined with our Property Refresh Program. We'll help you figure out how to sell your house for $16,000 more than all of your neighbors, and it'll come with up to $15,000 in improvement money to make your house shine like a new diamond so you can sell it for the most money. Go to yourmoveatlanta.com, click on sell for $16,000 more. Yourmoveatlanta.com, click on sell for $16,000 more. Alfie and I are going to take a quick break. Don't worry, we'll be back. <music> 